Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. 3HL. Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. With Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Yo, what up, Nashville? Three HLs on the air. 104.5 The Zone. Brent Doherty with you on a beautiful day in the Music City. It is game day here in Nashville. Well, not in Nashville, but for the hometown team in South Florida, Titans and Dolphins. Coming up at 7.15 p.m. You can catch all the action. Titans Radio takes over at 6 o'clock here on 104.5 The Zone. Dolphins a 14-point favorite. 3 HL is presented by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. SpringHillAC.com. The uh, way you can watch the show live is easy. YouTube, Facebook Live, or Twitch. Just search it out. Twitch, please. There she is. She's Don Davenport. Hi, people. She's decked out. My Titans jersey on. I got my Titans beanie on. It is game day. I know, uh, man, weird day, right? Yeah. Thinking of all those affected by the storms. Yep. Uh, heartbroken that we lost a legend and Frank Wycheck, and yep. we have a game today. So, yep. There is a lot going on. Uh, let me let me um, bring in Ron Slay. Slay's here. Hey, man. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. What's that? Nailed hey, it. Tessie up to 12 now again. I'm in the building. Ooh, right back up. Big win against Illinois. Needed it. Top 20. Going down. Second top 25 win. Yep. Um, NC State coming up this weekend. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Out west. In San Antonio. Yeah. Um, Never been there. Heard great things. I did. I drove a rig down there. Did you? Did yep. you see the river walk or anything like that? Nope. Didn't want to either. Get to the just, hotel, just lay down, and get on right back. through. That's right. See the Alamo Rolled anywhere? right through. <laughs> we'll see none of that. Pee Wee Herman out there? <laughs> Probably was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is with a heavy heart that uh, um, we all uh, deal with this news. Um, the uh, passing of Frank Wycheck. Uh, you mentioned Titans legend. Um, incredible uh, radio personality. Did a great job with Titans radio. Um, did TV work. Um was a really good friend too, um, and kind of a an interesting guy for sure. On many levels. On many levels, and it, and it's I haven't uh, I haven't listened today, so I, I don't you know know necessarily what people have said, and and I know that we can all just kind of share our memories of of Frank Wycheck, whether they be watching him play football, or maybe you knew him on some level, or maybe like us, you worked with him. Um, uh, it, it's it's been interesting with him because like when I came to work here, the wake up zone was already going on and crushing it, and so it was Mark Howard, Kevin Ingram, and Frank Wycheck, and they were crushing it, and they they had a legion of devoted and loyal listeners, and and Kevin was just a tremendous point guard. Mark was uh, depending on his mood. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Kevin had to be a tremendous point guard with, with Frankie and Mark. Yeah, so Mark would get irritated or whatever, and Frank loved to rib him. <laughs> oh, 
And just so, poke kinda, the bear. Kind of what I do to you a little bit just to get you going. Yeah. Like he would do that to Mark a little. And, and so uh, that was always fun. Mark was and, just a little more volatile than uh, than I was. Yeah. Than I am. Yeah. And, and so, you know, they, they were the foundation point for, you know, this radio station for so many years. And, and um, a lot of things changed around them. And, and they were there and they were consistent and they were entertaining at all times. And. Uh, it's just, it's, it's interesting. They, they created, um, <laughs> their own like listening group called the goon squad. And, and so <laughs> you would hear these guys come in and like attack other listeners and, and things like that. And it made it fun. And, and, uh, Frankie was certainly, um, right in there with those guys for sure. And they did stuff together even, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they would do events together. And then, you know, you've got Frank and, and Zach Pillar and, and and the wrestling thing, which is a whole other uh, story. Yeah, could all, like Frank loved wrestling, and you could always see him like going that direction at, at some point. And and uh, you know, I loved hearing Jeff Jarrett always call in, and and he and Frank go back and forth. And and you know, the the thing for me with Frank Wycheck is when I came here. This is what I started to say, and then I went off on so many tangents, like I tend to do. But. Um, when I came to work here, he was so accepting and so giving, and, and it wasn't like, it was kind of like the crew we have now uh, in this radio station. Like, it was like competitive to the point where rising waters raises all boats. So, like, he wanted you to do well, mm. you know? And um, I don't know. He it's, it's weird because when he left, most of us lost contact with him. Like, he moved back to Philly and like we would text him every once in a while and he wouldn't return. And then one day out of the blue, like, what was it like a year ago? He texted me during the show and he was like asking for someone's number that we both knew. I'm like, I hadn't talked to him in like three years. And and I'm like, yeah, Frank, of course you can have (laughs) such and such number. Well, you always like would try and check in on him Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes you'd get a text back all good, you know, and sometimes not. You would hear things that, you know, were going on with him that he was having trouble and, and Mm -hmm. things like that. And, and I, I know he, I had heard that he was trying to dive into his daughter's lives and, and the grandchildren and move to Chattanooga and to be closer to everybody. Yeah. But, uh, recently turned 52, you know, way Um, too young. Way too young, and um, we can get into the football stuff, and we certainly will. Uh, we can get into the work that he did um, with Special Olympics Tennessee, which was a lot. Um, but I, I think this is this is important, um, and I read this uh, in Jim Wyatt's piece. The family, per his wishes, plans to work with experts for ongoing brain injury and CTE research. Loved it, and it was our, it was actually Frank if I remember correctly, talking to him that decided that regardless, he wanted that to happen one day. Mm-hmm. Like he made that decision a long time ago. He's just one of those guys. Like if you had the good fortune and so many of us in this market did watch him play football. I mean, he's when he finished his career, he was fourth in NFL history in tight end receptions. Fourth. So we all know about that part. If you had the good fortune to run into you to him, he was like your buddy, your pal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, and and um, I, I don't know. Uh, he's he's going to be missed. And, you know, we've missed him for a long time. Mm. Honestly, haven't talked to him really, which is unfortunate. But um, Yeah, whenever I had, whenever I would run into him, every time 
Davenport War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, because his, his daughter ended daughter up going it. to yeah. Auburn. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we kind of had that tie. But every time, uh, Davenport War Eagle. <laughs> it was like, my name was not Dawn. It was not Davenport. It was Lovely. Davenport War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Put it all together. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's dope, though, right there, for that to be the initiative taking place with mm-hmm. Like, because you need as much information as you can get, man. Because the the game, as much as they're trying to lighten it up, you still got to be able to have research on it. And man, for them to already think about it, yeah, that's just the effects of it. I was thinking thinking of others and all the stories I heard. Like, I didn't know them personally at all, but. Mm Always been able to watch him, knowing when the Titans came nah, here. What y'all would have loved each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Knowing you and knowing him, y'all would have yeah. loved each other. Knowing what the Titans meant to the city, like, it's, it's, we, I think that's what it is about that, what makes that group so special, of course, with the run that was made going to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so forth and so on. But when you have something special that takes place and an impact is left, um, each time you lose a, a piece of that puzzle that made that impact, it's hard, whether, whether you knew them personally or not. You know what I'm saying? You grew up mm-hmm. watching it, and you felt a part of that journey. And I think that's what makes the Titans so loved and, and like, can't do no wrong, especially that group. That group can never do wrong. I don't yep. care what they do. You know and it's across different generations, yeah, too, to your point. You know, Absolutely. It's the kids that grew up yep. watching. Mm-hmm. It's it's the older folks yep. that, that were in the midst of it or yep. saw him do things in the community. Mm-hmm. It's It's... Across different generations. And it's that piece. That piece right there is it which connects it to the younger generation because mm-hmm. you still get to see these guys a freak blame. Watch yep. it like <laughs> Kurt, like is keep but like Dyson so, and Dyson. All it of goes them. on. Yeah. Eddie George, like you still get to see him out in the community. So even if you didn't see him, like your parents are telling you, Hey man, telling you, go get a picture with him. That's such 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 yeah. such so Go pull up all, the video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to YouTube. It, it, it's all relative um, mm-hmm. to you, whatever your age is. So salute to that group, man, for doing something special. I, I'm glad you brought up that point, having not had a chance to meet him, because mm-hmm. he's one of those guys, like, you watch every Sunday play football, and he just he just had that um, he had that way about him where you felt like you knew him even if you didn't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of guys aren't like that, but uh, he certainly yeah. was. And, and what's interesting about Frank is, like, um, it took a minute to get to know him. Like, he didn't just allow you in immediately. Like, yeah. it, it took time. He would still be nice and cordial and those things, but, right. uh, you know, he had a kind of a close-knit, tight inner circle. Um, this is what Kevin Ingram wrote today. By the way, he was on with Ramon, Kayla, and Will this morning, so if you want to check out the podcast, make sure you download all of the show pod- podcasts. Uh, go ahead and get that done. That way you can go. Um, that way you can go back and listen. He was on Blaine and Mickey as well. Zef just told me. So you can check out those conversations where you get your uh, podcast, rate, review, subscribe. But Kevin wrote this uh, yesterday. Sad day with the loss of Frank Wycheck. The 14 years we worked together on the radio were so special and fun. I think about those times every day. We bonded over a shared love of important stuff like golf, 80s rock, and Star Wars. <laughs> so great. Deepest sympathies to his family. Hashtag 89. Um Rest in peace, Frank Wojcik. If you got a story, you touch a lot of Love lot of lives in this uh, in this town. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five six one five seven three seven one zero four five. But Adam said this uh, back in the day uh, about Frank Wojcik again from Jim Wyatt. Quote: Overall, I think he was one of the top players ever to play for us because of what he did both on and off the field for us. End quote. Um. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. As we said, today is a game day. Here's how the show is going to go. Um, 
sorry, I'm rolling past all of my uh, Army Navy prep that we did. Uh, on Which was awesome. Friday, was yes, awesome. that was an incredible experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. Army with the goal line stand at the end, and then they uh, pulled an old Johnny Majors at UT thing with the quarterback running <laughs> around the end zone until time expired <laughs> to get the uh, the safety and go over the total. The cover. That was nuts. (laughs) So cool. Um, So, yeah, we ended up on the sideline, like, high-fiving one-star generals and and majors and all kinds of things. Oh, my gosh. Kind of a wild thing. They let everybody down there, huh? Oh, I ran into the secretary of the Army again, and I told her. I called her secretary. I didn't call her Christine. Okay, good. Thank you. So I went up to her and I said, secretary, I said, my name is Brent Doherty. I, I'm uh, at the national radio station you did yesterday. I just wanted to thank you for coming on. I thought you did a great job. And I said, I was the one that said that I'm not too smart to have it. I'm not smart enough to have a conversation with you. And she said, yeah, I remember. Um, <laughs> She's like, yeah, nobody else said that. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, just uh, a great uh, time. I hope you guys enjoyed the coverage. On Friday, if you missed any of it again, do the podcast thing. Um, Rob Gronkowski was on the show at Gronk. five o'clock on Friday and was phenomenal. He was Gronk. now we're gonna have uh, he now, comes to Nashville party with him next you know, time he's here. I got so we got the in. He comes to Nashville a lot. That, that's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was a fun day. All right, uh, coming up today, Titans and Dolphins. We'll talk about it uh, at four o'clock. We officially move from three HL to the Lee Company countdown to kickoff. At 5 o'clock, we will visit with Jeff Fisher, former coach of the Tennessee Titans, and he will offer his perspective on Frank Wycheck. They came to the Titans, both of them, in 1995. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. We'll do all that next. 615-737-1045. You got a Frank Wycheck story, we'd love to hear it. If you want to talk Titans, Dolphins, we'd love to hear that. 615-737-1045. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. It was challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like it was. Hey, it was fine because I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. McNair takes the snap. Looks, looks, looks. Throws into the end zone. Caught! Wycheck! Touchdown! Titans! Frank Wycheck! His eighth grab! His third on this drive! And what a revival for the veteran from Maryland! Oh, Frankie. What a player, man. As we mentioned, uh, so much more than that. But in terms of the NFL... Retired in 2003 at the age of 32, partly because of multiple concussions. It was Le- a different game then, too, man. Good oh, man. Gosh. Gladiators. At that spot? At that spot. You imagine. He, You're he, dealing with safeties, middle linebackers, everybody. And he was an extension of the line, so he was fine with standing there blocking. Like, so not only you blocking going head up, then you got to go out there and run a pattern, and these people not tackling, they launching. 
They're launching like Yeah, and you're right there in the middle of the field yeah. with access to everyone. It, anybody, any <laughs> angle. Good gosh, boy, it's a different game. Uh, 11 NFL seasons, 155 games, 137 with the Titans. A lot of people don't remember that he started his career with the Washington Redskins at the time. Um, Six-round draft pick there. Came to the Titans in 1995 after being released by the Redskins. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I thought it was always a Titan. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. And no idea. he got suspended his second year with the Redskins for steroids. Mm. So they released him. And it's funny because Jeff Fisher and Frank Wachet came, both of them, in 1995. So I can't wait to hear Jeff Fisher's perspective. What was it about Frank that you saw? You know, how? Give us the behind the scenes. Like, what what kind of guy was he to you? Right. Um, walk through the Music City Miracle again because he had a great story about that. Him and Lorenzo Neal and Kevin Dyson tell obviously the best stories about that play. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I intricate. But I know uh, Lorenzo Neal. Told Frank Wycheck before the kickoff, he said, "He said, Frankie, they're kicking it to me. I'm gonna hand it to you as soon as possible." <laughs> and there Frank said, well. "Okay, little buddy." <laughs> That's what he called everybody, <laughs> little buddy. And uh, sure enough, it went down that way. <laughs> Frank, Frank with the gloves on. I'm glad, low daddy, you are so smart. Yeah, Good I job. talked to KD today. Uh, Dice gonna join us tomorrow. Uh, talk about uh, his relationship with uh, Frank Wycheck. But again, 505 receptions which ranked fourth all-time for tight ends at the time that he retired. 5,126 yards, 28 touchdowns, three-time Pro Bowler, and, of course, the Music City Miracle. Tennessee Sports Hall of Famer in the franchise's ring of honor, um, and obviously so much more to him than football. Titans legend Frank Wycheck passed away at the age of 52. If you have a memory, story 615-737-1045. And uh, we'll do that now. Kenny in the borough next up on 3HO. Kenny, what's up? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Um, I've been listening since day one. Love you guys. Um, I've only called the show twice. This is my second time. The first time I called uh, was a story about Frank Wycheck. Um, We were at a Metallica concert, (laughs) and... We came out at, uh, after the first act to to go get a beer, and one of the lines, a lot of the lines were packed like crazy, and one of the lines opened up real quick. So we jumped in line. We were about six, seven guys back. I looked over at my buddy. I said, is that Frank Wycheck? He was like, oh, God, yeah, it is. So we, we got his attention. We were trying to wave him over to us because he was in another line 80 people back. So we were like, hey, man, come here. You know, we, we were trying to be cool about it. We didn't want to, <laughs> you know, yell. And so he, he he's like, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. We're like, oh, come on, come on. So he, so he comes over, and we're like, hey, man, how's it going? And we're trying to be cool and discreet. You know, it's Nashville. You don't really want to bother anybody. Yeah. Right. And, he, and he says, uh, he's like, what's up, guys? We, we were just talking, just shooting the stuff, having a great conversation. We're like, man, just, just wanted to buy you a beer, man, and you know, enjoy the show. And he and he said, he said, man, I, I can't say on the air how he said it, but he said I'm going to be twenty five points. Expletive, yeah. yeah, expletive insulted if you guys don't let me buy your beer. Yeah, and so we're like, okay, you know, and so we we sat there and talked to him for a little bit, and he said, man, my brother stood me up tonight. You're supposed <laughs> to be the show. Why, why don't you Why don't you guys come sit down with me? You know, down here, I'm, I'm right by the sound, uh, 
the, the light table. And he said, come, come, come hang out with me, man. And we were like, oh, man, we, we don't want to impose. You know, I appreciate it, but we, we don't want to bother you. He's like, oh, no, you're not bothering me. Come on, you know. So then, uh, you know, a couple minutes later, everybody started noticing him. And yeah. uh, Frank Whitechuck, Frank White. So he gave us both a hug, fist bump, said, hey, guys, I'm down here. Come sit with us. So we went back to our seat, and we, we looked down, and he was waving us down. And uh, we were like, no, no, we don't want to impose that. No, thanks, buddy. And now, you know, of course, to this day, we regret it. I mean, more than anything in life, I regret not hanging out with Frank Wycheck that night because there's, there's no telling what would happen that oh, night. Man. Oh, man. There, uh, you're dead right I, I about told that. that story, <laughs> yeah, I told that story on the wake-up zone. A guy called in and said, um, I saw Frank Wycheck on the streets, and and – I asked for a picture and an autograph, and he blew me off. And Mark said, yeah, I believe it. And Frank said, that's not true. I would never do that. <laughs> and so I called in on his defense, and that was the only other time I've ever called this show in 20 years. Um, and, his, and he remembered it. He said, Kenny, you should have came down with us, man. We had a blast that night. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man. So that's my Frank Wycheck story, man. Love Rest it. in peace. Going to miss him. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Kenny. That's awesome. Love these. I love these stories. Yeah, you get enough of that right there. Come on. You get her, Frankie had an event with a beer in his hand. Yeah, roll, follow him. If he if he's roll. asking you to follow him, you, you would follow him. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Mark and Franklin. Mark, what's up? Speaking of Frank uh, at an event, uh, so my uh, my son was on a choir trip and uh, choir tour, and we were at a celebrity. Frank was doing a celebrity waiter thing at this charity event. And was, hey, Frank, can you talk to our son, Miles? He's on a choir trip. Sure. Threw him the phone. He talked to Miles for like 10 minutes, made his day. And then later that next year, we were trick-or-treating in his neighborhood. And, of course, Frank was out there holding court, drinking a beer and smoking a cigar. And my son goes up there, and he got himself a Frank Wycheck bar. Do you remember that, guys? I don't. Yeah, I don't. He had a candy bar. It was, I remember it was a white wrapper. It was a Frank Wycheck bar. And so Miles, he's such a fan. He's like, oh, my gosh, Dad, I don't want to eat it now. Let's save it until Christmas. So Christmas morning, he opened it up, and it was rotten. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just Frank was a great guy. Of course, he was a great football player. Mm-hmm. But he was such a nice guy when you'd see him out in public. He didn't know me from the man on the moon, but he still was very nice. And I, I just, we're going to miss him. We're going to make big time. Yeah. You know, the thing about Frank on the radio, like, um, he he was himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the, I I mean, people people ask all the time, like, I think of all of us, like, man, y'all just sound like you're, like, you just seem like yourselves. And I always tell people, like, you have to be genuine in doing this job for sure. But mm-hmm. people, especially a town like this, where it's a small town, big town, people see right through that if you're trying to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, I always say like you got to be a little bit more like it's a little right. more put on, but um, yeah, he he was uh, he was exceptionally genuine. Hey, I love these stories. Before you go to the next one, like I I I didn't can chocolate candy bars. Yeah, they can go. Can they? Mm-hmm. They'll like like chocolate chocolate bars, not white chocolate. Will turn like white, like off really? color. Yeah. So Babsy brought me a candy bar back from when she did the Tamika Kitchens. Um, the story, the what, what, some ninety eight. I forgot the name of it, but on catch, ESPN, catch, catch ninety eight. Yeah. yeah. So she brought me a candy bar back. So do I need to eat it? Probably, but I haven't eaten mine because I feel like it's more of a 
Yeah, that's what I feel like too. But I, you brought me two, so I. <laughs> yeah, you better go ahead and eat it. That was almost a year ago. I know, no, huh? It's gone. It's over. You think it's gone? It's over. No, y'all. I mean, yeah, the Google machine is your friend. I Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. What's wrong with America? <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel better that they go bad? Like, no, there's. I want them to always be right. I no, mean, because, because they don't put like varnish on exactly. Them or something. Like, yeah, varnish me. Do candy bars go bad? Here put a little varnish in my <laughs> I want a little varnish. Some cereal varnish yeah, like Clark Griswold. Say, man, I Clark said I like that little kid. Dang. Well, we need a, yeah. really, we need a Willy Wonka because his stuff we got a, We got an Almond Joy in uh, in one of my son's, uh, stepson's Halloween bags yeah. that I went to go eat. And it was like, it was bad. It's likely to change in texture and become yeah. less appetizing after about 12 months. There you go. I'm right there at it. One year. When'd you you got to find out when you I did. swear, if you get sick from the Tamika Catching Candy Bar, that's going to be a funny show. Hey, well, I'm going to bring it in. And then we'll have to put her on and go, hey, catch. <laughs> candy Bar made Slave sick. <laughs> Golly. Hey, man. He sat at the throne. Saw that Halloween candy gone, too, then. I need to go and throw that away. Well, not this past it's, It says about, it, it says about 12 months something. is what it says. They're high in sugar, sugar, low in moisture. So sugar, that's why sugar ain't good for you. Hmm. That's Girl. why. <laughs> Got it. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh, the ingredients within a candy bar, like almonds or peanut butter, may degrade more quickly than the chocolate coating. Oh, see the almonds. Wow, see, yeah. Almond, Rancid nuts. That's <laughs> wow. a great name for a band. Rancid that nuts. is a great name. Or a fantasy football team. <laughs> Rancid nuts. Who are you playing today? Rancid nuts. <laughs> Why would they write this sentence? Because I can't get past the first two words. Know, yeah, yeah you not. Rancid nuts <laughs> and any other ingredients that have begun begun to oxidize may produce some carcinogens. Oh gosh, that's bad. But by the time those pose uh, any serious risk, the candy bar will have become too gross to eat anyway. I white just spots wrote or down haze. rancid nuts. Dang, rancid nuts is the great. white spots. That'd be a great segment for people that do stupid things in games. Eat chocolate? No, the rancid, rancid nuts. nuts. Oh, rancid, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Instead congrats to... Instead of the, um, what, do, what do chuckle nuts do? Chuckle nuts. Who's What's Mickey's... Nut? Um... Corn nuts. Corn nuggets. We used to say that. Oh, yeah. I don't know no, where No, but what is Mickey's um, segment, Mickey and Blaine's segment? Why am I going blank? I'm going blank. This is a um, twist. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the one um, is. Golly. Zeph. It's borderline, Don't you it's borderline them? Come crazy. On. It's borderline crazy. Sorry, I was on the phone. What'd you say? The Mickey what and Blaine's. What is Mickey and Blaine's like? You're a dumb nut thing segment. Oh, um. Uh, your, ding dong of the week. There you dong. go. Thank you. <laughs> ding dong of the week. It can be rancid <laughs> nut. You're the rancid nut of the week. Rancid ding dong. Thank you. Look, our Somebody, listeners are There you are go. Thanks. Uh, F and M bank chat. Ding dong of the week. All right. Six one five seven three seven one four five. That chocolate threw me off. <laughs> Jesse in Clarksville. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, I uh, hope you're safe up there. Certainly thinking about the Clarksville community and and all those affected by all of these tornadoes that came down. How are you, man? No, I'm okay. It was a it was a rough day. I I was out of the way of it, but I had people that were in the way of it, and it was rough. Yeah, yeah. It was just it, it was a pretty bad day. Mm. Um, I just wanted to call in and uh, give my Frank Wycheck experience. I uh, I was at Dave and Buster's, and I was killing the skee ball machine. I, I probably hit <laughs> nine or ten uh, uh, the hundred hundred point holes in a row, 
and he was about four play, four tables down, and he walked over there and started watching. He goes, how the hell are you doing that? And uh, we, he stood there and started calling it. I think he was with his daughter because he called her over there, and they stood and watched me hit for a little while, and then he started playing at the game next to me. Um, he, bought, he bought me a, a drink while we were sitting there, and we sat there and probably talked for 30 minutes. And I just, if you didn't know it was Frank Wycheck, you wouldn't have known he was a superstar or anything. You just thought he was a, a normal guy that was having a good time. Um, and right. yeah, we just, we talked and just had a good time. And he, he all just because I was hitting some hundred pointers on the ski ball table. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, I mean, awesome. that's, that's what he was a guy having a good time. I mean, that's what he was. Hey, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Wrong with a good time. Speaking of uh, tornado relief, um, community foundation of middle Tennessee, um, in response to the devastating tornadoes that struck our region on December 9th, community, Foundation of Middle Tennessee and United Way of Greater Nashville have activated their emergency relief funds. This partnership is a concerted effort to aid those affected by the disaster in collaboration with the Metropolitan Government of Nashville and Davidson County and its Office of Emergency Management. The United Way and CFMT are jointly supporting Davidson County disaster relief effort through the Nashville Response Fund housed at the United Way. This fund aims to gather vital resources to assist in the immediate and ongoing recovery of survivors in the local community. Give to the Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund by going to cfmt.org, United uh, Way of Greater Nashville. They're working with the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee and partners to wrap our arms around our neighbors and provide on the ground hashtag disaster relief and recovery, including raising funds for vital resources. Visit unitedwaygreaternashville.org to support immediate and ongoing recovery for families across our region. Yeah, um, we were out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was hard to get uh, information. I know power was out a lot of places here, obviously, and, uh, and, and we were praying uh, for our friends here in the Middle Tennessee area. It seems like Clarksville always gets hit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Rolled up on Hendersonville, too. Um, mm. Just all over the place. So they're trying to... Um, do the research now to figure out how strong these tornadoes were and how many and all those things. So six one five seven three seven one zero four five. John in Nashville. Next up, John. What's up? How are y'all? Good, you doing, John. Uh, season ticket holder since Vanderbilt. Music City Miracle happened right in front of us, and we were on the goal line in Atlanta when we fell a yard short. But the story of Frank and wow. this is a week after my wife. I come home and she goes, "Guess who I saw in the Green Hills Mall parking lot?" I go, "Who?" She goes, "Frank Wycheck and his wife." I go. Please tell me you didn't. She goes, oh, yes. I chased them down, and I about five minutes. And I said, oh, my word. She goes, well, I got three autographs out of it. I said, you know, that's pretty embarrassing. She goes, he's the nicest guy in the world. I said, I bet he's not as pretty in person as he is on TV. She goes, you would be wrong. But anyway, he was a super nice guy, and it's a real loss for all of the Titans community. No doubt. Love it, man. Thanks for the story. 615-737-1045. Chase him down. Uh-huh. Go get him. You didn't. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we've got one line open if you want in. Uh, taking stories that you have about Frank Wycheck, of course, um, Titans legend, and uh, certainly friend to many uh, out there, um, praying for all of the lives that he touched. Titans legend Frank Wycheck passed away yet, uh, Saturday at the age of 52. We'll be right back. 615 Searching HVAC near here. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Wow. Nobody local? Huh. Wait, what? We are an HVAC company literally in your neighborhood. Why is she not seeing us? Just all the big chains. Well, it is what it is. What in the... Can you not see See us? us? 
Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local HVAC providers. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. so why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What women binge wherever you listen. Four five. McNair. Long count. Takes a straight drop. Looks. Steps up. Fires downfield. Ball caught. Wide check. 10. 5. Driving for the goal line. End zone. Touchdown, Titans. Frank Wycheck. Cast off by the Redskins. Cashes it in. And Tennessee is in front by 12. Cast off by the Redskins. Thank you. <laughs> 505 catches later. Appreciate you. <laughs> Remembering Frank Wycheck today. Uh, also, um, certainly prayers up for those affected by the tornadoes um, that um, spun around this weekend. And uh, Titans and Dolphins coming up um, tonight. As a matter of fact, Dolphins favored by 14. Games at 7.15 p.m. The Dolphins 9-3. and three. They've won three games in a row. They are 5-1 and one at home. The only loss was 21-14 to the Chiefs. With a win, the Dolphins tie the Ravens with the best record in the AFC at 10-3. and three. The, That would be their... Hey. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Uh, there's ghosts over here. Apparently. Uh-oh, the ghost is... Hobby. The ghost is here, finally. Hobby. Hobby. We had, we By had the a, way, how about the Auburn Tigers beating... Uh, that football school, Auburn, beating that basketball school, IU, by 30 on Saturday. After being down, too. I bet yeah. your husband enjoyed that one. Yeah, he... I'm sure you didn't have anything to say to him. Nothing. Yeah, Bazzi <laughs> wouldn't do, do such a thing. Well, so he was talking to my brother, just real quick. He's, Her husband went to Indiana. Yeah, he's an IU grad. Um, So he was talking to my brother, who's an Auburn grad, too, and, and they were talking about how... Like, there were a ton of IU fans there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And a lot of Auburn fans, too, but... Everybody's so nice to each other, and it, like people are buying the other team's fans drinks or whatever. And I my like brothers and and Mr. Babs are like, "Look, isn't this awesome? Like these these are two great fan bases, and you know, there's not any jerks wandering around or whatever." I didn't hear this conversation, so then I walk up and uh, I was like, "God, look at all these IU fans! They're freaking everywhere! Like I can't get away from this candy striped pants." Blah, blah, blah. And my brother looks over and he goes, there's always one a-hole. <laughs> there's always one. She's with us. There she is. <laughs> 615-737-1045. The, the Titans won the last matchup with the Dolphins 34-3 in 2022 in Nashville. Who wasn't on that team? Will Levis was not on that team. Truth. Oh, correct. By the way, you want some Will Levis stuff? Mm-hmm. Yes, before you give me any Dolphins, though, please. I, yeah, I've got a lot of Dolphin stuff. Yeah, I don't need it. i got to find the Will Levis stuff. <laughs> That's the problem. What, it's buried? I've got so much stuff in here. <laughs> Mr. Stuff. <laughs> Such a mess. Oh, I have this. <laughs> Can the Titans offensive line protect rookie quarterback Will Levis? That is a question. Remember when no. we were talking about... <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, do you have numbers to okay. back? Hey, <laughs> can Derrick Henry be effective with uh, blah, no. blah, blah? Okay. But uh, he has the, to be. Can the Titans slow down the offense wide receiver Tyreek Hill? No. <laughs> you got to find one, yes, you all. You got Levis, to find here one. it is. You ready? Here we go, yeah. <laughs> but I still got my jersey. I didn't even finish this. Give us some. Remember when we said the Titans, I think this was like week nine, when we said the Titans had played eight, started eight different offensive lines, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Shifts, basically. Um, <laughs> hockey term. <laughs> but out of nowhere. Um, they've started the same. Uh, tonight, they will start the same offensive line group for the last three games. Come on, y'all. How Growth. about that? Growth right there. All right, here's my Levis stat. You ready? Please. Levis. Will Levis. Titans rookie quarterback. Six starts in the NFL. He's two and four. Le- uh, Levis averaging 11.8 yards per completion. Okay. That ranks seventh in the NFL. Okay. And first in the AFC. Come on, Levis! Since he started. Yeah, hey, Tua, you ain't got nothing go. on him. Oh, oh. Me? Me? I mean. Let me go back down this path real quick. Babsy, mute. Can the Titans offensive line protect rookie quarterback Will Levis? Levis was sacked no! six times last week. <laughs> the Dolphins are tied for third in the NFL with 41 sacks. <laughs> the Dolphins held Washington quarterback Sam Howell, who entered as the league's leading passer, to a career-low 127 yards passing last week. The Dolphins have held their opponents to fewer than 300 total yards of offense in five consecutive games. Oh, my goodness. Well. First in the AFC. 11.8. 11.8. So them. Hold on. Oh, here's another one. Oh, come on. Oh, oh. Yeah, All right, yeah. here's another one. Will Levis has gone three games without throwing an interception. I, there, there you go. go. Yeah, Will. Come on, baby. Grove. I want more Frank Wojcik stories. You ready? <laughs> yes. 615-737-1045. Magic next up on 3HL. Magic. Hello, this Magic Nuri used to work at Vanderbilt as a food coach and executive chef. Hi, Magic. Magic. Hello, Dan. How are you doing? Hi, well, I'm how listening. are you? <laughs> doing great. Thank you for asking. Just Ma- a backstory. I, mean, I used to always get so excited for Vanderbilt Media football days because I got to week, go every single week during the season because I got to go see Magic and eat his awesome food in the in the cafeteria. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. I miss you too. And uh, I'm really devastated what happened to Frank Wojcik. On Saturday, I'll find out. I'm so sorry about that. And the story is, uh, I used to go to Titan's facility and helping Eddie George, Javon Kurz, Keith Bullock, and Kevin Dyson, all those guys. And he, he, most of the time, he was in weight room or in the office with the seawater soon. I start getting knowing him, not be friend, but... And I talked to him about, do you want to help you? Do you need some help? He said, man, I'm already fat. And then, (laughs) (laughs) and and, uh, sometimes when I, he was in uh, Seawater's office, when I go there, he was like magic man. And he was (laughs) self-spoken and great. And uh, the story is, I mean, I mean, it's devastating because, uh, I was listening to 104.5 every day, and a friend of mine said, Frank was talking about you. I said, what he was talking about? I mean, he said somebody called that time, Randy Basketball, keep losing in a row. 
And uh, he said he defended you. He said no. He hung up at the guy and said, "Hey, one thing is they get the best food, and magic is the best." <laughs> and I know it's not from the food. Just so I want to let you guys know about this story. Aww. He was he was the man. He was. I mean, he, I was really really emotional. Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, thank and you, Magic. Good to hear good from you. Good to hear man. from you, Magic. I'm, I'm still listening to you guys. You're the best. All right. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks, buddy. Magic. Watch you Bye. See ya. So I used to go over there too when uh, early in my career, like I was not, nobody, nothing, whatever. Like I, I would go interview players and give them to Bob Bell and Bill King, and they would run it or whatever. But I, I would always, I would always go on that day too, just yeah. to get the food. It was so good just to be able to eat with Magic. Three uh, HL presented by yes. Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. SpringHillAC.com. You can watch the show YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch. Twitch, please. The F and M Bank Chat is <laughs> wide open. Um, Laura said, "Great so call, Magic." <laughs> yes, you really are today, man. I don't know. All right, here's <laughs> another one. You, I've got all these nuggets. I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Titans are one of only two NFL teams that are still winless on the road. Oh. That ain't help, you all. Whoa. 0-6. <laughs> that ain't help. They've lost nine straight road games. <laughs> Who's the other? I don't know. Probably Arizona. Uh, yeah. Carolina, maybe. Nine straight road yeah. games. If they lose tonight, there. they would pick fourth in the NFL draft. Marvin Harrison Jr., DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, Will Levis, Nice ring to it. Who's blocking? I'm not worried about that yet. Okay, that's not true. We tried to worry about that for three years. Got us nowhere. It's Laura real. said, well, Mayor, that wasn't helpful at all. No, no it wasn't. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so Brunskill is not on the uh, injury report. Here is the, what I have. Um, okay. They'll release a final one closer to kickoff. Yep. Uh, defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons out. Tight end Josh Wiley out. Cornerback Christian Fulton with a hammy out. Ryan Stonehouse, obviously, with a bunch of stuff out. Uh, for the Miami Dolphins, linebacker Jay- Jerome Baker, they just put on IR with a knee. Right guard Rob Hunt uh, with a hamstring also out. Left tackle Teron Armstead and safety Javon Holland are both questionable with knee injuries. Mm. So we'll see uh, what gets announced uh, closer. Um Four o'clock hour is coming up. You know what that means? More little Titans and Dolphins nuggets uh, as we continue to roll through um, the game day here on 104.5 The Zone. Remembering Frank Wycheck uh, as we roll into the Lee Company. Countdown to kickoff. That's next on 104.5 The Zone. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 